With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's do this thing. Happy Thursday, KCO Day radio program. Glad to have you along. And uh, let's see, what can we say about today? Uh, on today's show, you're going to hear a lot of stupid stuff. But it's stupid stuff that you need to hear. So uh, I don't apologize for that. And then it's going to be a thousand degrees later. And uh, so that's your day in a nutshell. Very exciting. Uh, coming up on the show. Uh, we'll hit the road with uh, with Joe. Did you see what Donald Trump is now referring to Joe Biden as on the Twitter? Uh, he he, and he must be very proud of this particular name because I saw him use it no less than three times yesterday. So uh, he's referring to Joe as Joe Hyden. So it's uh, Joe apostrophe H I D E N. So we'll see uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Although Joe wasn't hiding yesterday, probably should have. Might have been a better option. Because, uh, you know, to uh, quote our governor uh, who, who likes to talk about his uh, quote-unquote dimmer switch approach to um, COVID reopening, where I saw somebody compare him to this yesterday, so I don't want to take credit for it, but I think it's very accurate. He, our Governor Cooper's reopening program is like a frustrated parent counting to three, never to arrive. So you got one, two, two and a half. Does anybody, is that how you count to your kid, by the way? Two and three quarters. And you could argue that you're trying to teach him fractions, but, you know. In reality, uh, your kid's just learning, no, he doesn't mean what he says. Okay. All right, wonderful. All right, so where do I even start with uh, Joe Biden yesterday? You just want a little flavor of it? Here you go. Businesses that have been burnt out and those and damaged, we should be providing federal help for those businesses to get back on their feet. But this administration seems to think it's all, all of a sudden going to go away, like angel dust is going to be sprayed around. Everything's going to be okay. What is this, Compton, when the CIA needed to fund the Contras? I mean, what, what do you, angel dust? That could get the economy going. I think we can agree with that, right? Do you mean pixie dust or fairy dust? Or do you mean actual angel dust, and is that your proposal? Now, because I know some of you are screaming at the radio, yeah, Donald Trump screws stuff up all the time. Yeah, yeah, he does. And trust me, we've got tons of drops of that. 
But when he specifically screws something up and suggests PCP be spread about the business community, I take note. And I assure you I'd be playing the very same audio. Technically, it's a stimulus plan. So, there was a lot of unintentional things said yesterday. Did you see the governor of New York freaking out after Donald Trump suggested that perhaps uh, some of these quote-unquote lawless cities have some of their federal funding scaled back? New York City being one of them. So Cuomo, Cuomo calls it emergency press conference, and among other things... Now, people are going, oh, he threatened Trump. No, he didn't. Sorry. He used strong language. He didn't use any stronger language than Donald Trump normally uses about stuff. And he was basically talking about how upset people were going to be in New York and and the protesters be all over him and, and whatever. That's fine. I don't know if you know this. The president has Secret Service. But that's not what that's not what Cuomo referenced. The governor of New York said that if Donald Trump comes to New York, quote, he's going to need an army. Well, guess what? And wait to hear some of the other stuff he has access to. He's got boats. Had you heard about this? So not only does he have an army, he's got boats and dudes to drive them. Um, he's got planes. And some of those plans are piloted by individuals with very cool names, little nicknames, that um, have a little penchant for uh, kind of disobeying um, uh, orders. And have you heard about these other cats? They're called Marines. So he's got all of that. Now, some of you are going, oh, Posse Comitatus. No, no, no. I got it. This is why this is we're swimming in a world of hyperbole here. So everyone just needs to calm the hell down. But there aren't many people on the planet where you can go, that guy's going to need an army. Where that's like a legitimate option for them. That's the point that I'm making. So anyway, they're going to go have that back and forth. For those of you who think Donald Trump flip-flops back and forth on individuals, you're right, he does. And it boggles my mind, especially as it pertains to China. But I guess his argument is, if people are doing right and he's praising them, then, I don't know, he feels it's a negotiation strategy. Cuomo's the same way. Remember, Cuomo was Cuomo was holding press conferences talking about how great it was that Donald was helping him and they were, uh, and, and Cuomo wasn't doing that because he likes Donald Trump. Cuomo was doing that because he felt it was going to uh, garner him more stuff when uh, when he felt he needed it. So if those two want to have a back and forth, I honestly don't care. So that's what a lot of people were freaking out about yesterday. Uh, and we got, trust me, we got lots more Joe Biden. Like, um, he's doing an interview... And he says this. What's the president doing? Look, Venezuela- By the way, this is in relation to the policy about having to deal. How do we deal with Venezuela? And again, this is part of an individualized media interview. What's the president doing? Look, Venezuela's top line message is President Trump's policy is an abject failure. So what did you just hear there? 
You heard Ron Burgundy. So that means, and I don't know whether it's on a teleprompter or his peeps are holding cue cards, but he's doing an interview, and within his eyeline, somebody has a prepared talking point for him. It's actually incredibly damning. It would be it, it's one thing if you're holding you're holding a speech, right? You're doing a speech, and you've got a tele you got teleprompter uh, rocking and rolling. I don't care. That's politician. What you know, one hundred and one. That being said, when you're doing an interview, it's expected you're going to be able to do an interview kind of off the cuff. And so when you hear him say top-line messages, it's because his people have structured a card. And the card would look like this. Please visualize with me, but if you're driving, don't close your eyes to do so. At the top, it says Venezuela. And then it's probably, got, it's probably underlined under it, and it's going to be in the largest letters. Under that, there's going to be a subsection called top-line messages, and it's going to be a one-shot, little one-sentence or two sentences, uh, individualized sentences. These are the key points. If you got five seconds, jam this in, start with this, close with this, and then under that, there may be an assortment of facts and figures. And top-line messages is not intended to be re- uh, read. It's to designate that this is the key focal point. Joe Biden should be used to this. Politicians straight... Uh, if, you go, if you go to... If you watch uh, the White House uh, press secretary, McEnany, she has a binder with her, and you'll see her look down and reference that. And remember when they... Real, when somebody took a picture of what was in her binder. It was kind of a thing here a few weeks ago. You saw that she delineated things in much the same way. She she mostly keeps it for stats because she never knows what's going to be coming there so she can reference it. But what, she also isn't hiding it. And so she's bouncing off that with stats, but there's always that key thing there. When we do uh, ad copy for clients, if you ever look at my... Uh, when I do a live read for a client, we call it a live read because in most cases it's not written out. I've got a piece of paper where for the client, I've got the in, in bold letters, I have the things that I have to make sure are correct, like the phone number or the website. Or if perhaps they have a stupid promo code that's got a guy's name in it and a number. But who would do that? That would just be... That would be more of a bit than an actual help to one's client. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, and so I got a piece of paper here, and I've got, like, I'm holding my hands here. I got uh, for uh, many of our fine clients here, I don't want to just mention one and then not the others, but um, if you look at it, I've got bolded, top line kind of stuff. This has to be in here. Or perhaps it's a financial client, there needs to be a disclaimer, something, a medical, something along those lines. But I don't read the part where it says must have, which is what I use to delineate things that must be in there. Joe Biden read the part that said must have. And why is that important than just a slip up? How is he going to do a debate where you're expected to off the cuff this information if he can't 
can't not read the the top line part of a Venezuela cue card. Seriously, I don't know how that goes well. But we pretty much resigned ourselves to team ain't going to happen anyway uh, around here. So, Ross, you you have scripts for your clients, all that good stuff, right? Yes, I do. Right, and so you got little bullet points that you have to hit. But yeah, it'll it, say you know must have or ad lib around this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't read the part that says ad lib around this. I, do you? I do not. Now, why don't you do that? Because that's not because that's a direction. Oh, okay. That's not part of the copy. That's not part. Okay, yeah. that's weird. <sighs> Plus, I mean, if I said that in the sentence, it wouldn't make any sense. No, you'd sound like uh, I don't know this. <laughs> it would What's sound- the president doing? But look, Venezuela top line message is president. He read Venezuela, the title of the card, top line messages, and then the top line message. What's the president doing? But look, Venezuela top line message is President Trump's policy is an abject failure. Does it make sense now that, you know, full, and I know some of you obviously picked up on it, but just the way that those things are structured. That's what he did. He read, he would read anything his peeps wrote, which could be amazing, you know, if he gets some rogue operator in there. Just saying. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with less and less on the uh, whole debate's going to happen front, but that's just me. All right, coming up on the show. Uh, we're going to take a trip over to, let's see here. Oh, um, take a trip over to UNC. A uh, rather interesting little professor story for you. Uh, not one, but two Bidens uh, making the show today. What Joe Biden said is amazingly, amazingly insane. And I don't think of Jill Biden as an insane person, I, I, obviously. But um, it's going to irritate the crap out of some of you parents. I'm just going to point that out. Uh, we will get to that. Uh, we'll check on some uh, some videos. we got some fun videos uh, today to talk about. Ooh, gay penguins. Haven't done those in in a few weeks. We've got more gay penguin uh, uh, propaganda stories. And we're going to learn about... A new way, a new way to describe what formerly was referred to as a safe space from uh, one of our local school districts around here. So, uh, lots to get to. It's 621. Hang on. Your day, smarter, and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. What a what a crazy time it is in our country and our news cycle with everything going on. You remember it wasn't that long ago when uh, super magician David Blaine would uh, do one of his uh, amazing, never before seen magic tricks. Uh, everyone would tune in, primetime special, and and the whole deal, and yet. David Blaine just, uh, and I'm describing here from the uh, article, did uh, his wildest and craziest magic trick ever yesterday afternoon, and I don't know that most of you realize that. Did you see the David Blaine magic show, anybody? Uh, His trick called Ascension? I don't know. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. How he did it. So, um, all right, you ready? Ross hates David Blaine. That's what we're yeah, doing. I can't this. stand him. So, all right, here's the magic trick. You ready? Be uh, Try to wrap your head around this. The 47-year-old... Flew into the air, strapped to 52 helium-filled weather balloons, which he released before parachuting down to his starting point from an altitude of 24,900 feet. Magic. Okay, okay where's the magic? Uh, he. I think that's the problem a lot of people have with David Blaine. And he used to have like really great close-up magic, but now it's like, you know, where's the magic in that? Uh, he survived hypothermia. All right, well, once again, that doesn't seem like magic. This he put like... his parachute on only after he went in the air. Well well done. Shazam, right? Poof. Yeah. Amazing. So, <laughs> not magic. That's the ruling round here. Democrats in California playing Sandy Claus again. This time, small businesses are going to pay the ultimate price. On Monday, California legislators passed a measure letting millions more employees take advantage of the state's paid family leave law. Now, under that law, people can take off work for two months to bond with their newborns or take care of sick family members. And while they're not working for two months, their employers have to pay them up to 70% of their salaries. Now, until now, California's paid family leave program was only forced on big companies, but not anymore. The new bill makes small businesses obey the paid family leave law, too. According to the Democrat who sponsored the measure, Hannah Beth Jackson, access to paid time off is especially critical due to the coronavirus pandemic. Two months of paid time off. Well, that's a deal. But anybody who understands how business really works can tell you what's inevitably going to happen next. Small businesses, which are barely hanging on after Democrats forced the shutdown of California's economy for month after month, are going to have no choice but to close their doors for good if they're forced to pay people 70% of their salaries for not working. And now the workers that these idiot liberals think they're helping can have all the time off they want. They can bond with other people out of work. Fun employment, I think they called it once, while they're unemployed. My friends, this has been a year like no other, and I, for one, can't believe that fall is already here. This month, my good friends at Mahindra are helping tractor buyers by offering special savings during the fall sales event. Enjoy 0% interest for 72 months on select Mahindra models. That's right. Pay no interest for six years. Fall is a great time to work your land with a tough Mahindra tractor, so visit whymahindra.com. Build your tractor and your dealer will give you a custom quote and deliver to your property. Mahindra may be the official tractor of tough, but they're making it easy to save. For purchases of select models now through September 30th, 2020. Learn more about Mahindra's fall sales event at whymahindra.com. 
Take advantage of rock bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Premier Equipment of Rocky Mount in Enfield or call 252-446-0333. That's 252-446-0333. Rush is back today at noon. More of KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News right now on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, 638 KCO Day radio program. I would encourage you to keep an eye to our north as uh, Washington, D.C. is going to get a little cray-cray to uh, steal a uh, term from three years ago. Um, first, it was last night. I get a text about 9 o'clock from uh, my producer. It's like, D.C. getting ready to kick off. So um, you had an officer-involved shooting there of a... Let me Let me make sure I got it correct from what I read on Twitter. A Boy Scout was shot in the back while walking away from police and was only armed with popcorn he was selling. Is that pretty much, is that where we are on that? I mean, his aunt said, yeah, I mean, it's just a teen. Just, okay. All right, so you had an officer-involved shooting, and, you know, they're still garnering details. Um, But uh, you heard it, I think I heard it mentioned on the news there. Basically, the police received a report of people with weapons. Um, They showed up. They said they encountered... um, well, technically, he's a teen, right? But he's the adult version. Right, yeah, he's 18. Yeah. Um, uh, encountered an individual with a weapon and uh, and fired uh, when he pulled it. That's their story. Again, I'm just I'm, I'm relaying the details there. The problem was, if you go on Twitter, there's a couple instigator accounts. And these are accounts that are, are not local just to D.C., but rather... They immediately go into hyperdrive when there's an officer-involved shooting and just start spewing, and they have tens of thousands of followers, start spewing inaccuracies, uh, which are 100% about ginning people up to hit the streets. Uh, He was a teenager. He was shot in the back. He was unarmed. All of these. And, And what I find really interesting is Twitter can't not know the couple big accounts that do that. I'm not going to give you their names because... Frankly, they don't deserve any um, any credit on here, but they can't not know that that's a thing. And it, for all of the insanity that we have to hear about how uh, people with Twitter accounts uh, who tweeted literally pictures of those CDC numbers where they were talking about co- uh, comorbidities uh, having to do with COVID and the 6% number, um, because they didn't feel it was in context. And and admittedly, some people were tweeting it out and then adding commentary that wasn't accurate. But even some people were who were just tweeting it out were having their tweets uh, fact-checked, labeled, all of that, including our own president. So that's a problem. But people in that window, in that very important window, where people are just learning about this thing that just happened in uh, southeast DC in the in um, in in a high in a high crime area of DC where people are being fed this stream of information that is only about inciting them to hit the streets that's not a problem 
I guess that's not a problem. And I point that out because as we creep closer to 50 days until the election, there's a th- have you heard of the Occupy Lafayette Park thing? So I don't know what the numbers eventually are going to be, but it's a, it will essentially be something along the lines of Zuccotti Park. Although I feel that I feel that there's going to be a much harder edge twist to it, where they're they're promising to occupy Lafayette Park, which obviously is adjacent there to uh, the White House uh, for the fifth the last fifty days leading up to the election. So who the hell knows what that's going to look like? But you couple it with uh, a disinformation uh, campaign and and you know. People, there's videos of people having skirmishes with police last night, and just the razor's edge that our that our country's on, and could get a little crazy. That's all I'm saying. Now, will people support it? As you may have heard, when it comes to report uh, uh, polling on support for quote unquote Black Lives Matter, which again we hear on the show want to separate Black Lives Matter, Inc., and and those who would use it in a profiteering motive for a whole host of other programs, uh, in, up to and including essentially Marxist insurrection on the part of the, uh, the leaders of Black Lives Matter, Inc., and the concept that Black Lives Matter and or uh, people who may think that police reform and specific elements of police reform are a necessity— Um, we will draw that division line here on the show. I think that's fair. However, when you're polling people, you're going to be asking them the opinion of the totality of it. And one very much can overshadow the other. The numbers have not been going in the direction that Black Lives Matter, Inc. would want them to. But why? You probably think you know, don't you? Why some people could be looking at Black Lives Matter, or uh, more specifically, the uh, the protests in the streets and have a less favorable opinion of them as time has moved on. Well, Politico decided to tackle that question yesterday and has determined the answer as to why the approval rating of Black Lives Matter protest has dropped uh, precipitously uh, in, in the recent months is because... Trump attacks. Yes, that's right. Support for Black Lives Matter has been dropping because Donald Trump has been talking negatively about them. That's the reason. Well, that's good. I'm glad we got that answered. Because admittedly, my head, when asked that question, why do you think that you've seen a national average drop of nearly 10 points since June? when it comes to support for the protest, and upwards of 25% among folks in the state of Wisconsin, which was a recent number we saw, I thought that there might be another reason for that. But I was wrong. The reason, according to Politico, is because Trump says mean things about them And so I want to apologize that my analysis was so far off here thinking that it might have something to do with 
burning whole towns down, or at least large swaths of parts of towns, and murders taking place, including what, again, continues to look like a political execution on the streets of Portland by a self-proclaimed Antifa dude if current reports are accurate. That's just me, but I'm not a professional polling organization, so what do I know? Also, here's another one of those stories where don't believe your lying eyes. ABC News put out a piece yesterday. You know how sometimes when you're watching Joe Biden speak, you're like, what's wrong with that dude? Right? Have you ever had that feeling? You thought, I just... Huh? You know, when he's talking about, when he's reading cue cards? What's the president doing? But look, Venezuela's top-line message is President Trump's policy is an abject failure. Or when he's talking about uh, spreading PCP around communities? Businesses that have been burned out and those and damaged, we should be providing federal help for those businesses to get back on their feet. But this administration seems to think it's all, all of a sudden going to go away, like angel dust is going to be sprayed around. Everything's going to be okay. Well, we'll be okay for a while. You'll be feeling good. Then you'll fight eight cops, which isn't a good idea. So, um, you, but you've had that feeling. You've had that, 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 little, that little thought that permeates in your brain. Man, I something's mean, up. I'm looking at this right now. You know, there's a... You know, inside baseball, but if we want to find a Joe Biden cut really fast, if on the fly, if you're like, <laughs> yes. hey, find this, remember this? We did this a long time ago. I go in the computer here and I put in a code and I can search by name. So I put in Biden. If I put in Biden, I just did this. These yeah. are all different cuts of Biden in these moments where he'll say something and you go, what? It, we have over 50 entries. I could put in probably 250. I could I could probably find 250 different versions of stuff that Joe Biden has said in the past that'll make you say, what? So yeah, he's prone to doing that, right? Okay. I would say probably in our system, the only person that might outdo him with the amount of things that'll show up in the search feature, Maxine Waters. Oh, I don't know. I would take it's, that bet. I yeah, gotta I mean, think. It's, it's right. It's you Well, here's, I mean, here's the thing. I'll even say, but I'll even say you're right. We have a ton of Biden stuff. I'll even separate Biden of, of lore, you know, where he's like, hey, stand up to guy in wheelchair or whatever. <laughs> that that was right, that right, was crazy Uncle Joe yeah, stuff. That's old timey stuff. That's old timey, but yet when he when he was speaking though, he was still he was still speaking off the cuff and stuff like that. That's just that's just a gaffe. This is different. Admittedly, what, what's going on now is different. The problem is ABC News wrote a whole piece yesterday. Uh, talking about how the Department of Homeland Security has... Uh, hold on, before I before I steer into this skid. So, I don't know whether you saw this, but the DHS director came out last week and said that going forward, because the legal obligation is simply to deliver a report, the DHS uh, will be delivering intelligence reports about foreign uh, foreign influence or attempted foreign influence and security threats via written form. And the reason was is because they were doing these small pocket briefings with Congress and in in one instance within 20 minutes 
information hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was presented in a secret, right? A classified setting had been partially leaked, obviously, to make their argument look better. It had been partially leaked already to the press. Absolutely. Yeah, you saw a whole bunch of this, the selective leaking stuff going on. Adam Schiff is the master at it, uh, uh, frankly, going back to uh, all of the hearing stuff. But so th- they said, fine, what we're going to do is we're now going to simply provide you information in written form, which meets our legal obligation, and screw all y'all. And then everyone lost their day. What are they trying to cover up? Well, ABC News took the bait. In early July, the Department of Homeland Security withheld publication of an intelligence bulletin warning law enforcement agencies of a Russian scheme to promote allegations about the poor mental health of Joe Biden. So it's not that Joe Biden appears to be degraded. It's a Russian plot to make it seem like he is in poor mental health. That, yeah, I don't know about that. That the Trump administration slow rolled out from a from a document standpoint. Or it could be for the past two or three months, we've seen him on a daily basis seem to have a mini stroke. No, Russian, broad, like, Russians. Just yesterday, right? Was it, it was yesterday, I think. We play this cut. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken... More than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's, I mean, you think about it. More lives this year than any other year for the past 100 years. But what? Uh, Russian disinformation. Oh, okay. And it was funny, too, after that. It was like the next day, like a few hours. They're like, oh, by the way, we think Trump had a bunch of strokes and had to go to the hospital. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about that guy? That just happened. That happens every day. You know, the irony, of course, being that uh, uh, Joe Biden did have two aneurysms. But he had them quite a number of years ago, and, and I readily admit that following those aneurysms that he had, Joe Biden, I may not I may not always agree with the guy, and he was prone to gaffes, but he, it wasn't that he wasn't lucid. Yeah, you're right. This is completely different. This is 100% different. Yeah. This is Russian propaganda. You're right, Ross, it is. No, that's not, that's not what it's I mean. Because, it's because the Russians have fabricated the entirety of this narrative. Are and they, you're all buying it. Are they deep fakes? They're, they must be. What other, what other possible explanation is there? So, yeah, everything is just bonkers right now, and so ABC News decided to get on it. So, uh, so there you go. Black Lives Matter support slipping because Trump pouncing and uh, Joe Biden looking like he's losing it because Russian propaganda. Let that settle in. We'll be back.
All right, long uh, segment there. We got lots to get to coming up in the next hour as we learn about a new way to say safe space that sounds like uh, the 1950s. Wait for this story next. Morning, 707 KCO Day radio program. Uh, how y'all doing? There is a, a, a growing mistrust and distrust. And I would argue, by the way, uh, to some extent, uh, more of the mainstream media, you, you have done so much to normalize this process with the inability to... Um, prioritize Trump leaks where the public kind of feels like you're making some of this stuff up uh, but you're uh, you're normalizing of all of that and then the entrenched politics that has permeated portions of government which in and of itself is political but there are elements of it that operate best when they're not attempting to be political uh, public safety education for that matter so the more and more uh, uh, politics that is brought in there, the more and more you're going to have people that are within that particular entity which are really throwing their hands up in the air because they're frustrated because it's not what they signed up for. And it's not the way that they were taught, rightfully so, to be doing business. That's why journalism shouldn't be politicized. Education shouldn't be politicized. Going back to public safety. And so what does that mean? That means I get a lot of stuff sent to me. I mentioned this the other day on the show, and that can be from uh, sheriff's deputies and police officers to teachers to, uh, in uh, I got defense attorneys. I hope that it all comes out and everything comes to pass. See, the difference is I go out and I and I and I try to um, to the best of my ability. Uh, qualify all pieces of information before I share it with you on the radio. But let me just tell you what. If what I'm hearing from some defense attorneys right now is um, accurate, there's some really interesting police news floating around right now. And it sounds like there may be even some politics attached to this. So uh, just, you know, keep an ear out for that. But I want to head over to the schools for a moment. Um, <sighs> Orange County. What is this uh, title? I want to make sure I get her title correct. So there is an email that was sent out to staff over in Orange County by Chief Equity Officer Dr. Dina Keeling, which I is amazing to me because it 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 deals partially with what teachers need to be addressing with students. And for those of you who maybe have kids in Orange County schools, this will be of great interest to you, but I promise you this is not a single apparition of this across the North Carolina public school system. 
Equity Department Update. Here are some significant events from the week of August 23rd that may be impacting your staff and students. All right, so these are things for teachers to be addressing with their kids. Doesn't say they have to. I want to be very fair here. However, wait till you hear how each of these incidents is worded and what exactly is included in this, in this uh, quote, significant events. Keep it in mind, all that you know about the news cycle, all that you know of everything that's going on, these are the events that were brought to the forefront and are couched in in the way that I'm about to share with you. Number one, Jacob Blake, African-American male, shot in the back seven times by police in front of his children. Do you think that that is a fair rendition of the story? I mean, the elements are technically accurate, right? A police officer did open fire. Nobody's disputing that. He was shot in the back. I haven't seen that disputed. And it has, in fact, it was explained, at least from the officer's perspective, that he was reaching in for a weapon or, or had the weapon and was attempting to get in the vehicle. And his kids were in the vehicle. But again, it's not the totality of it. Number two, during the protest of Blake's shooting, armed white men walked down the street with guns and killed two people and injured a third. Do you think that that's a fair representation of the story? Ross is looking like you just saw a ghost. Is that supposed to be the Rittenhouse stuff? Yeah. No, that's not accurate at all. (laughs) I was confused in here. I'm like, what? Yeah, so no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you notice what then is left out the Portland thing. It's not in here. It's weird. Number three, Chadwick Boseman died of colon cancer at the age of 43. I totally agree. That's a that is pop culture. The kids uh, kids are going to know obviously have you know who Black Panther is. Uh, the idea that he died of colon cancer at age 43, which is very young, meaning he was diagnosed in his late 30s. I absolutely kids will be talking about that. And by the way. I don't, I know some people are like, they shouldn't be talking about any current events with the kids. No, 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 no. I disagree with that. There are wholly appropriate places, and many classes are structured around this. You know, I took a mass comm class in, in high school, which is, by the way, how I was able to go get to tour a radio station in Buffalo, Wyoming, and do a little on-air work, and I went, this is amazing. And I put in an application, and when I was 15, I got hired. And now look at me. I have to get up early. Um, so, <laughs> whatever. So, that's fine. However, it goes on to read, uh, he, uh, uh, Bozeman was lead in the movie Black Panther. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also portrayed Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, and James Brown. Absolutely. All accurate. Again, uh, the Jackie Robinson movie is very good. The Thurgood Marshall movie is good. I like Chadwick Boseman as an actor, absolutely. And even with Black Panther, it seemed that you had to take a position it was either the greatest movie ever made or wasn't. It was an above-average Marvel movie. That's what it was. I own it. Can I say that? Can I, I just thought about that. Can I? I have it because I, I have really, the movie. You, you own it, huh? <laughs> Come uh, on, so man. Really? I, uh, d- d- yeah, wow. That's telling. Number four. Number four. This is going to make you lose your mind. 
Bozeman's death also further highlights health disparities for people of color. No, it doesn't. That is the dumbest thing ever. Ever. Bozeman was diagnosed with colon cancer in his 30s. You know why? That's interesting and, and an important number is because the screening, the recommended screening for colon cancer isn't in your 30s. It's 45 at best. But that's not a simple disparity just for people of color. And if you're arguing from an individualized health care plan, I would encourage you to find out the health care that is provided by the Actors Guild. It's kind of good. Not to mention you have a lot of more a lot more money at your disposal if you're a high profile actor for other things. Uh, number five, March on Washington, marking the 57th anniversary of the historic March on Washington. Um, now, absolutely, by the way, absolutely appropriate to uh, cover the March on Washington from 57 years ago. And there's a certain amount of irony here. Because by including that item, you're hearkening back to a time uh, where the separate but equal attitude was very much in play, which is why the latter half of this email is so damning. Dr. Keeling met with the school board student support leads in district social-emotional leadership. A lot of administrative stuff going on here. To develop a plan to support students and staff. As a result, Orange County Schools will begin holding affinity spaces for staff. Do you know what an affinity space is? Not infinity, since we're in the Marvel Universe. Affinity. Do you know what an affinity space is? Well, you've heard it called something else. Safe space. That's a safe space. And it's a very specific safe space for staff. An affinity space is a safe space where people who share an identity can talk and support each other through individual and collective healing. It is not a space to organize around hate. Instead, the purpose is to reduce racial harm and increase harmony and community. The first affinity safe space for Orange County Schools is for African-American staff. We are making these African-American affinity spaces available starting this week, and we'll continue to make these spaces available throughout the year. Remember I mentioned the irony of hearkening back to uh, 1950s and 60s? And then rolling out. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, a, f- a separate space just for black teachers and staff members? Some would argue that sounds an awful lot like a segregated lounge. Am I off on that assessment? 
The school-based student support leads in district social-emotional leadership will meet weekly to expand the district's plan for supporting all OCS students and staff. Some of the next steps include developing a plan to support students and making affinity spaces available for other identity groups. Updates will be forthcoming. So, yeah, this is this is the nonsense permeating your schools. And for those of you who are over there in uh, Orange, other Orange County, Orange County always uh, I always found very interesting that you had separate Chapel Hill and Carborough schools, and then Orange County at large. Uh, so, for those of you in and around Hillsboro and and the uh, uh, other schools that are part of that, there you go. That's what's going on in your schools right now because there's not. There's not bigger problems or larger issues out there. By the way, how do you have an affinity safe space for uh, African-American staff when you're doing remote learning? Am I, is, am I missing something here? <sighs> Every day it's something new. But I, I do this stuff, and I, and I make sure to point this stuff out because it is imperative that those of you in leadership position, those of you who would inject politics into all aspects of everything that you do, those of you who would create, uh, create irony crimes, understand that the people that you then task with doing this, they know what you're doing. They know that you are... You're, you're poisoning the mission of your organizations and your efforts. And politics, politics in these instances poisons all of this. But you can't help yourselves. I mean, it's, a, it's insane to me. Equally as insane is what Jill Biden said. She was being interviewed, and you remember that picture of a it was a six-year-old who was his mom took the picture of him, and he's crying. He's doing remote learning, and he's crying, likely because he, like many other students, finds it incredibly frustrating. And and some of their favorite aspects of that age are also left out with this experience. You know, hanging out with your buddies, hitting the playground. The emotional connections that you make, learning to work within groups, all of these things are, are robbed. Not to mention the fact that the experience for a lot of students is one that doesn't lend to their ability to learn. And so they find themselves frustrated or bored or upset or mad. And and it in the long term, they may not even be taking in the information, which could set them back for years to come. So Jill Biden is asked about all of this. She's an educator. Why was that boy crying, and what are you going to do to make it different? And this actually was her answer. This picture went viral of a five-year-old boy in Georgia who was just broken down into tears yeah. while he was learning online. What is your message to, to boys like this one, his mother, and of course he speaks for, for millions? My message is when Joe Biden is elected that he won't be sitting there crying. He will be sitting there with his laptop with a smile on his face. How? Why? Well, you just, he's still going to be sitting there. And it's largely due to the fact that he's sitting there that he's probably upset. Kid's got a computer. So you're saying if he gets a new laptop and your, your husband is president, the kid will stop crying? 
for those of you who have children who are frustrated with this with this remote learning, are they frustrated because of who the president is, or is it something different? That's my question to you. 888-934-7874. Do they get up, get teary-eyed, throw their hands in the air and go, I can't learn. Donald Trump's in the White House. Is that your morning routine? Let us know. We'll get your calls on that and affinity spaces coming up. Hang on. KC Now with Beck at 9 and Rush at Noon. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, everybody, hold on. Tried to jam a lot in on that first segment. So uh, we got our bottom of the hour news break when we come back. Nothing but phone calls. Nothing but phone calls. And we got a bunch lined up. It is the KCO Day radio program. Phone number 888-934-7874. Lots to get to. Hang on. The show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. All right, 736, KCO Day radio program. Welcome back. Uh, Let's dive into phone calls. Uh, Just a a quick recap. I I shared a wonderful, uh, enlightening little uh, note here about uh, uh, affinity spaces, which is... Uh, also known as a safe space, but Orange County Schools basically setting up a um, identity-based independent groups, which sounds an awful lot like this is for staff and teachers, uh, teachers and staff, which I guess are staff. Um, sounds an awful lot like a segregated teacher's lounge to me. And uh, also just the other nonsense uh, about here's all the significant events, but not all of the information surrounding them. So we had that, and uh, Dr. Jill Biden, who is a doctor from an educational perspective, uh, was asked about the young man in the picture who was crying while he was doing remote learning, uh, which is a picture that went viral and is a legitimate discussion. There's obviously kids are dealing with distance learning in a wide variety of different ways, and some of them are very frustrated. And it's pretty easy to come up with the reasons why they may be frustrated, and perhaps that's your kid. But uh, Dr. Biden has one other thing she thinks they might be frustrated over. This picture went viral of a five-year-old boy in Georgia who was just broken down into tears while he was learning online. What is your message to to boys like this one, his mother, and of course he speaks for for millions? My message is when Joe Biden is elected that he won't be sitting there crying. He will be sitting there with his laptop with a smile on his face. Yes, the thing that will change the life of the six-year-old uh, crying is the changing of the occupant of the White House, because that's obviously what has driven him to tears. What a horrible answer. I'm, bar- I'm barely plugged in on, on the interview she was doing, and I could come up with something that would sound a whole hell of a lot better than that. But All right, let's get to it. Promise phone calls. Let's do it. Uh, Helen, you're up first. Go ahead. Hi. They sent him home with Chromebooks. The first two days, first day, there was technical difficulties with the Chromebook. Second day, it was 2 o'clock before we got the right password 
to get into the Chromebook. So that's two days' work we miss. By that time, you're 25 assignments behind. Then the next day you get in, and the first assignment they have says, this is the letter C or whatever. Yeah. Read the, the caption. Read the story. You know, I'm like, okay, he's five. He barely knows his letters. Well, he knows his letters, but he doesn't know the sounds, and he doesn't read for sure. The next thing is, then the Chromebook doesn't have the nice little ability to be able to use your finger to um, really write like you can with a regular laptop. Um, you have to hold it down the entire time to trace letters, which doesn't do anything for training your hand to write. But then they want them to trace letters on the computer. And I was like, okay, they don't have the strength and they don't have the coordination. And especially if they're left-handed. It's like, I'm sorry, you know, you're most everybody's right-handed and then you're trying to teach a left-hander how to right. write. So you got to do this to them. Um, I homeschooled my own. And my daughter's homeschooling hers right now. Now, um, I'm homeschooling another set, or I'm, I'm teaching with the school curriculum the other set. And it's, um, I, I know why the little boy's frustrated, because you have to keep erasing and erasing and erasing. So we finally went to lined paper, taking pictures and sending it in. The that seems, that seems completely logical. Paper. That seems like... Uh, you know, they can practice if you're going to use technology, then let's use it in the most efficient way possible, and that would be it. And wow. then the next thing is, you know, Joe Biden, I, I, I don't have a lot of respect. I, I was doing an education degree with my nursing degree, and yeah. I, I couldn't stand to be in the room with the absolute law-law land that these people brought to class. Um, so, Well, they're getting, ready to, they're getting ready to bring it to the White House if, if they get their way. And... and because oh you know, because what she'll be tasked with, based on her degree and her position, remember she's a teacher. Um, is I, I, I suspect that the for the for the time that Joe Biden is is president, if he is to win, um, that Joe Biden education will be her initiative, and that was such a poor answer; it should almost be disqualifying. Helen, I appreciate the exactly. call this morning uh, very much. Uh, so. Let me leave you with one little jewel. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. If your rights can be suspended by the governor. Or by the government, they're not rights; they're permissions. Well, that's one hundred percent accurate. That's the whole uh, uh, endowed by our creator portion of the document going back. So, it's kind of the point they were trying to make. Uh, yeah, Russ, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Morning, AC. Look, um, you know, I've been seeing a whole lot of uh, political harassment and even. Uh, attempted executions of young conservatives, you know, like the kid in D.C. with him banging the drum in his face, and then the other kid who was getting beat half to death with a skateboard. Yeah. I'm just wondering, how about, in, starting with Orange County, having a safe space for young conservatives? You know, that's kind of like where I'm it's... Sure, I'm sure it's on the list. Although, I, I just want to be yeah. very careful. I don't want to conflate Nicholas Sandman with, it, with, with what happened in Wisconsin. Uh, if we're going to use the word execution, um, one is one is what is attempted. Well, you know, well, no, they weren't. No, nobody attempted to shoot Nicholas Sandman that day. They uh, character assassination is what they attempted That's true, to do. But it was harassment for sure. Yeah, oh, there's no question about that. There's no question. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin's a stickier yeah. wicket. I, uh, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, appreciate you know. it, and I'm sure that they're totally going to have that on the list. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah.
sure it's right up there towards the top. Not a problem. Uh, yeah, Janet, go ahead. I think Jill Biden missed a target completely. Like, I think that kid was crying because the Democrats and the media won't stop lying about Trump. Oh, you feel you feel that he was evaluating the news that morning, uh, arose, uh, arrived at the conclusion that there was some unfairness to our current president, and it destroyed him emotionally. I do. I, I really believe that deep in my soul. I think your suggestion is just as likely. How's that? <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Thanks for the call. Uh, Mike, go right ahead. Anyway, when Joe gives him a new computer, he's going to be able to hear more words and put on the record player at night. That, that's what's going to make him happy. That's true. There's going to be some amazing features on that computer, oh, won't there? But on another note, on the uh, homeschool thing, we also have a farm, and we had a guy who works for us since school, a young man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went from being a C and B student to a straight-A student on the computer at home doing a week's worth of work in a day and a half, and... You know, like he said, if I if I stay on the computer at home, I'm going to graduate with honors. And well, you know, guess said, what, sir? So you have just you have just teed me up for an amazing additional story. In fact, I, I right. can guarantee I can guarantee not only is your kid going to graduate. Thanks for the call. Your kid's going to get into Harvard in eighth grade. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. So, in the News and Observer this morning, the following story: Many North Carolina students in virtual classes want to take their standardized tests at home as well. <laughs> what? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. God, I, come I, I, on. Give Lincoln all his tests right now. He'll take them. They want, so the standardized <laughs> testing at home, I guess, on the honor system. Yeah. What? No. No, you in fact give Lincoln his high school equivalency right now. Just give it to him. Really? Is he gonna he's get gonna Doogie he's gonna do Doogie no. Hauser well? No, that's foolish. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, that's, what? That's foolish. To do to do what? Yeah, you don't want to get like a perfect score. Why? On the, you wanna like, you know, eighty five, ninety. You don't want to, because it might, you know, you don't want to be Doogie Hauser. That might look suspicious. You know, that an eight year old passed the high school <laughs> equivalency exam. Got a perfect SAT. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's like back when I was in school in the day, in 10th grade, I took biology class. Okay. I saved all my tests. Okay. In 11th grade, Phil took my, Phil, my best friend, yeah. took that class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, can I have your tests? And I'm like, sure, I don't care here. I told him, do what you're going to do. None of my business. Just don't get hundreds because that's going to look suspicious because you're you sit in class all day. Especially when you're taking that a grade late than yeah. everybody else. Well, no, it was different. You could just take it. New York was oh, weird. Okay, okay. So he's sitting there and I'm like, listen, Mr. Rosen, that was the name of the teacher. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, hey, Phil just draws in his notebook and doesn't pay attention. How is he getting a hundreds? Don't get a hundred. Don't do that. He knows we're friends. So Phil made sure to not get a hundred. No, he got a hundred on like four straight tests. Oh, no. Mr. Rosa one day saw us walking down the hallway, and you could see like he put two and two together. He was like, though, Ross is a nerd, probably saved his test. Phil's cheating that way. So the next one, he rearranged the, the order of the questions. Phil got a zero. 
So he oh, went no. from you know, 100, 100, 100, 100, zero, completely cratered. He had the right totality of of answers, right? Yeah, yeah. Enough right. B's, enough C's, enough A's. Right. Just in the wrong places. Correct. Ah, because poor Phil, Phil. Yeah. So anyway, listen. Don't go for Doogie Hauser. Don't be a Phil. Right. Don't kids taking the state exams at home. Don't do that. Can we admit that this is not a good idea? <laughs> it is not. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's an awful idea. Uh, now they would have to get federal government approval, which is also part of the story. So hopefully. Uh, uh, DeVos and crew are like, uh, no, that's stupid. But I suspect it's a question they're going to have to answer for a number of states. So, All right, speaking of stupid, uh, let's go to Ray Stajic, who himself is not stupid, but the heat index is. So make the heat index not stupid. <laughs> All right, well, probably going to take a couple days for it to get educated then because it's sticking around the heat. Triangle once again in east, uh, heat indices close to 100, maybe a little hotter. Uh, airport yesterday in Raleigh was 92 degrees, not a record. Um, over to the Triad, it was 89 degrees, so a little bit of a difference. Thus, today, about the same difference as most of us. Low 90s, some mid-90s around in the heat advisory area. and More of the same as we head through tomorrow. Still think it's going to stay fairly hot. Temperatures low to mid-90s. Might come down a couple degrees in spots with lots of sunshine, so sunshine's going to win here. And the weekend looks warm and dry, but certainly going to feel better. Low 80s Saturday's going to feel pretty nice. Waking up in the low 60s. And same thing on Sunday, Monday, probably wake up in the low 60s with highs. In the middle 80s, might start pushing back into the upper 80s on Monday. But it stays dry, hot for a couple more days, KC. Then we kind of take it down a little bit. The nighttime lows are going to be really nice. Wouldn't be surprised, especially for the Triad and into the mountains. We get some 50s for overnight low temperature. So now we're talking. Yeah, we're starting to feel it. Starting to make that turn a little bit as these cool blasts that start to come on in got a little bit more cool air, a little more oomph to them as we get into the month of September. How about a full-on polar vortex? Just Well, yeah, I'm sure it's coming. It's, no, it's, no, 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 no. I don't want to wait. Right? I don't want to, oh, it's winter. Then it came. No, 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 no. Now. Now, now, now. Now. Uh-huh. I'm coming. All right. You can name it, too. You can name it like Pop Pop or, you know, something, whatever. Nana or Nanny or yeah. something. Like oh, so Nana. now Nana's yeah. going to go destroy Belize? Is that what I'm to understand? Yeah. They got flooding rain in Belize, but uh, now a tropical storm. Omar goes out over the northern Atlantic, and there's two more waves, though, that come off the coast of Africa. Both have an opportunity to get a name. So uh, we'll be on Paulette, and I'm pretty sure over the next uh, seven to ten days we'll have at least Paulette sitting out there in the open Atlantic um, trying to head west. So we'll keep an eye on those systems. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. Come back. We can snag another call or two. Uh, Coming up, uh, Congressman Mark Walker will join us at uh, 8.05. we got a few things to pick his brain about. Um, And... Uh, an insane protester video uh, to share with you, and a bear video. We got a couple uh, goodens on the blog. We'll give you the rundown coming up. Hang on. And Denon, Vice President of Optima Tax Relief. You don't want to mess with the IRS. They have the power to garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, and even take your home or business. That's all true. But thankfully, they're offering a way out: the Fresh Start Initiative. If you qualify, it could save you thousands. We're the experts at Optima Tax Relief. We will fight to get you the best possible tax settlement. Call 800-960-1575. 800-960-1575. Optima Tax Relief. Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. 
All right, real quick, just looking at this, uh, a uh, story this morning. Apparently, The Rock and his family have tested positive for COVID. Let me just say this. If The Rock dies of COVID, it's permanent. We're never coming out of lockdown. We're going to be mole people. Yeah, it's going to be like this forever. (laughs) How's Steve Austin doing? Uh, By the way, I'm not hoping for any of that. I'm just pointing out that... How's, what? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're rivals. They're the big rivals, so I want to know. I was I always more of a know. Steve Austin doesn't, fan. Doesn't address it in the Well, story. I need to know. They should have put them both in the center of the ring, injected them, and seen what, see what, what happened. Finally, we, talk- can de- we can finally determine who's the better man. In my opinion, Steve Austin. That's not the point I was trying to make. Well, that's your, that's your, well, what, that's your fault. <laughs> How's Ric Flair doing? I feel like Ric Flair might have some pre-existing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, now. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I don't want to spread gossip, but... All right. Anyway, to the phones. Jamal, what's up? Hey, KC. Good morning. You know what, KC? What Jill Biden said is absolutely scary, which a lot of Republicans, and I noticed the Trump um, campaign team really haven't hit at this. If you listen to what they say, they are basically telling people that we, if you don't elect us, you're going to experience more pain. We're causing this. This woman literally said, nothing's going to change other than Joe Biden is going to be president. Lord, please don't let that happen, but Joe Biden is going to be president. Your son's still going to be sitting in front of a computer. Miserable. No, it's a new computer. It's a new computer, new laptop, she said. So basically, this woman who is supposed to be a teacher, and like I said, this stuff that they're saying, like this stuff that they're saying is letting you know the Black Lives Matter. They are basically in coordination with each other, whether it's the the phase, the phase, all of us together. They are in coordination with each other, and they are causing this pain. All these lies, all this stuff. And, And it goes back to what I was saying. Jill Biden is basically telling everyone, hey, we're we're going to keep giving you pain if you don't do what we ask. And how many Americans are saying they're tired of this and they're getting that subliminal well, message? Well, ju- yeah, Jamal, saying, I, 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 keep uh, in mind, uh, just, it's just that I'm tied on time and I want to get both calls in before the congressman. Um, Joe Biden did say that, you know, he'd put the whole country into a lockdown if he was elected and he felt it was necessary. So, yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. Thanks, Jamal. Amy, uh, about a minute and a half. Go ahead. Amy? Hi. Yeah, I, yes. just about a minute and a half, so uh, go ahead. Okay, so I was saying that I had five kids, and one of them is in middle school, high school, and two of them in elementary school. Yeah. And... I have one that has ADHD, and I went as far as trying to get in touch with the White House and trying to get my kids back in school, getting in touch with the school board every week, and they just need to go back to school. This has done went way too far, and a laptop is not going to do anything to help them. I can't and imagine. They just, they, I can't imagine because you're having to run. You have to. You have to help across all grades and spectrums there. Yes, and one of my kids is in a grade that I didn't, a higher grade than I didn't even finish because I didn't finish high school. And they just need to go back to school. This is past politics. Yeah. This is the health, Amy. Amy, I only have about 10 seconds, but this is the health and, uh, and mental well being of your children, and you're right to be concerned. 
Congressman Mark Walker up next. Maybe we'll ask him about that. All right, good morning, 807 KCO Day radio program. It is Thursday. We are glad to have you along. Now, even though he will be uh, sitting, well, here tomorrow chatting with you, uh, we are still going to pick the brain of uh, Congressman Mark Walker, who joins us this morning as per usual. How are you doing today, sir? Good morning, Casey. I am doing well. Hope that you are, my friend. Uh, we are. It's so busy down here in uh, North Carolina. I don't know if you were at some of these events or traveling, but the president was just down here, uh, down in Wilmington, and uh, yep. gave a speech. Yes, it will be with the vice president there, not too not too far from where your studios are located in just a, a few hours or so to today. Now, it's uh, for, uh, for Mike Pence, uh, two different things, um, Susan B. Anthony Foundation, as well as uh, an endorsement, I guess, from, uh, I can't remember the name of the organization, but the uh, essentially Southern Law Enforcement Organization, they're going to be giving their endorsement. Um, and then I saw, I, I got a notification that uh, uh, Trump's going to be coming to Winston-Salem here um, that is correct. Yeah, next I, Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. So uh, it's almost as if uh, North Carolina is kind of a, a, a big deal this election cycle. Oh, it is. In fact, that North Carolina and Florida are the top two when it comes to electoral college value uh, that has been for the last couple of elections, and because of being uh, labeled as a purple state. Uh, for the distant future, for the distant future, that looks like it's going to be continue to be a high value state by any national election. How much concern do you have over uh, everything having to do with absentee ballots versus mail in ballots? Uh, two different stories. One shows that thus far, some six hundred and eighty three thousand absentee ballots have been requested, which is its own process. But when we start talking about mail in voting, where everyone on the rolls gets it. There's a, a, a number I saw this morning from Tom Fitton, I believe he put it out, Judicial Watch guy, uh, saying yep. that in North Carolina there are over one million voter registrations that haven't voted in the last five election, or five years. Um, that yeah. would seem to be a cause for concern, right? Of course it's a cause for concern, and this isn't just hyperbole or exaggeration. And I think there was one... Uh, county out in Las Vegas, the Clark County area, I believe, they had uh, were able to show 17% of the, the ballots that came back had the problems or at least were sus- suspect. So I, I think it is huge. When you have national elections that are decided by 1%, 2 and 3%, uh, even our statewide elections would be impacted. I, I think it's something to have some kind of concern when people aren't even requesting uh, a, a, a ballot, not even have any desire to vote, yet something is showing up in the mail or something, it just opens up the door, which is so hypocritical of the Democrats because they were all about voter protection and voter security and voter integrity in 2016. Now it's just like, hey, open up the cannon and just shoot everybody something. Yeah, and I thought Bill Barr on Wolf Blitzer's program did a pretty good job of at least putting individual lanes for people to think about because CNN sure wasn't communicating it on their own. Exactly. Um, exactly. Let me let me a little background on a uh, on a story that leads to one that we saw yesterday. 
Um, there was, uh, it was the end of the world, uh, and it was because uh, the Trump administration, again, is trying to hide information. It was the decision to brief Congress on election uh, threats and other threats uh, via a printed document rather than in person. Uh, the argument from the uh, Homeland Security was this stuff's getting leaked before we leave the building. I- explain the problem that developed there and the change as far as these briefings go. Yes, uh, we we have evidence. Um, some of the meetings that we have been in, I'm ranking member of Intelligence and Counterterrorism, some of it reporters had verbatim, word by word, by the time that you literally walked out of the room. Uh, that is that is dangerous on several different fronts. First of all, it aids and abets some of our, our foreign uh, concerns. Uh, but also, uh, Casey, it is, it is not exaggerating to say there are men and women in remote places whose lives are on the line trying to gather data about potential threats, security threats, even, even major concerns. And to be able to uh, put a lid on some of that, uh, my good friend, the DNI Director of National Intelligence, John Ratcliffe, one of my closest friends that has served with there in Congress, I think he's well within his right to, for people like Adam Schiff, just to say, you know what, if you can't handle the information, we're not going to give you the information because what you do with it puts lives in danger. But but you get, but they're still going to be provided the information, right? They're just going to get it in written form. So what's to stop them from cutting and pasting? Then is there a way? Is it more trackable, well, or how does that work? Well, you can you can redact some of it uh, if you feel like that that it, that it is potentially like uh, dangerous, as opposed to just having it uh, completely coming in in person uh, and uh, and having to answer a question from some of these clowns. Uh, yes, some of the committees do have access to the information, uh, but I think it's only the Senate Intel Committee, which I think uh, Marco Rubio is the interim uh, chairman, uh, that that, uh, that that has oversight over the national intelligence, uh, not the House side. Okay. All right. So it will come down to committee. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Assignment more than anything rather than the totality of Congress. That is correct. Absolutely. Okay. Well, then, you know, with fewer people in the room, maybe you get a better idea of who's leaking. And they, it's not like they were leaking all of it. They were just leaking select portions of it, which uh, strikes me as a bit political, obviously. And that led to ABC News. Uh, you know, obviously, there are some out there who, when evaluating Joe Biden, feel that he's not the Joe Biden of old. And I, while I'm not asking you that, I do find it very interesting that ABC News decided to run a piece saying that Homeland Security withheld uh, intelligence bulletins warning that Russia had concocted a scheme to, quote, promote allegations about the poor mental health of former Vice President Joe Biden, when in reality that document outlines schemes by Iran, China, and Russia, and actually to talk about the mental and physical fitness of both Joe Biden and Donald Trump, I feel like this is the next rabbit hole they're going to go down. There's no question about it, Casey. Your instincts, once again, are 100% spot on on this. 
they continue to ignore uh, China's role in all of this to try to tie something that that that, that uh, Trump and Russia have this special relationship with Putin, etc. They know the information. They know the data. They know that Russia is not even close. Uh, we get attacked thousands and thousands of times per day, cyber attacked by China. Uh, some of it is private sponsored. Most of it is government sponsored, uh, which is a lot of uh, over 10,000 times just on our grid that controls uh, our, all of our electric uh, grids all the way from uh, the Mississippi River to the East Coast. I get, without getting more specific or in the weeds, they know the truth, yet they're trying to create a narrative because we know Joe Biden has been uh, overtly friendly with China when he knows they pose our greatest risk economically. They pose our greatest risk militarily. Uh, but for whatever reason, he needs to keep this relationship uh, to where, it's, where it is. And, I, and I'm, I'm wondering at some point if China doesn't take more of an overt action to try to protect him as well. Let me shift gears, Congressman Mark Walker, uh, joining us. There's a story this morning in the uh, Raleigh News and Observer, and uh, if it's McClatchy, I'm sure it's elsewhere, uh, having to do with a, a growing number of parents who are currently doing distance learning with their kids who are wanting to take um, uh, assessment tests, not you know, not your day-to-day tests, but rather statewide assessment tests or federally recognized assessment tests in a home setting, they would need approval from the federal government. So DeVos would have to sign off on this. Does that bring up any concerns for you? Well, I, I think it could. Uh, you, you want things to be operating from a place of integrity. And uh, yeah, I, I would have some concerns with that um, to be able to, because you, you, you can't monitor it. Um, and I know all of us, your background, my background, you have to have some kind of standard of excellence that you're shooting for. And I think if you if you wade into this, I, I think it does allow for some corruption and, and ultimately hurts the students more than anybody else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's if you're not if we don't have a fair assessment and a standardized they're called standardized tests for a reason. Uh, if we don't have a fair assessment of how this district, uh, this uh, virtual learning is working, how can we evaluate whether it's so detrimental or non-detrimental that we may have to change things up? But it's the last thing that the unions want because if ultimately they know what splits specifically even even are the minority votes in the minority communities is the fact that conservatives believe that parents should have this is some crazy you know it does parents should actually have the choice where their children are educated the mayor of uh, washington dc this is the most amazing story to me the mayor of washington dc ms bowser uh, and a committee uh, put out a list of various schools, monuments, parks, uh, just a, a whole laundry list of places in D.C. where the uh, the name attached uh, requires that these that these places or monuments either be um, recast in the way we're educated about them, uh, removed or relocated. That list included the Jefferson Memorial and the Washington Monument. So do you think we could bring the Washington Monument down to the district? That would be a tourism well, boon, wouldn't it? Listen, Wilmington's on a roll right now. Maybe maybe we can move the, the monument <laughs> maybe maybe next to Cape Hatteras or to the battleship, something there. Uh, but that's just how crazy things are going. Listen, I want people, your audience, to understand that, listen, you and I are conservatives. I don't agree with everything that Republicans do, but there is a growing contrast between Republican ideology and Democrats. I was just reading a story in California, you may have seen this, uh, where it, uh, it's passed both the House and the Senate, 
that if you're a 24-year-old male targeting a 14-year-old male, as long as you both say that you're part of the LGBT, you, didn't, you no longer would have to register as a sex offender. This is, the governor of California, is, this is just breaking yesterday afternoon, the governor of California is probably going to sign this into law. It is absolutely absurd how far the radical left is going, and I hope people are paying attention to this. Yeah, it's uh, basically a 10-year gap, and that was a bill that was initially pushed as making the laws equal between uh, uh, we'll call them uh, young May-December romances uh, within that 10 years on uh, both the heterosexual and homosexual side. The, pro- the problem is this is not that. Now we're to this 10-year gap, and it's it would be a different set of laws based on your sexual uh, uh, orientation. Orientation, yeah. yes. So, yeah, yeah absolutely it's, crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's just, it's, yeah, and far be it for me to think that you weren't caught up on any story anywhere in the country. So hats off again. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, trust me, there's a lot that I don't pay attention to. I, uh, I saw yesterday they were getting ready to kick things off over a police shooting in southeast D.C. Um I, what's interesting is when those are going on, there's this, there's there's Twitter accounts whose job solely is to spread disinformation. They have tens of thousands of followers. They never seem to get flagged by Twitter, and um, it it resulted in some confrontations. I believe they actually went over to the mayor's house. If only she had moved the Washington Monument earlier in the day, she wouldn't have these problems. But the very same group say that they are going to start a 50 day occupation of Lafayette Park. Uh, in the 50 days leading up to the election. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you that that's, that's not going to work out very well uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, with, uh, with President Trump in office. He's not, he's not going to put up with that, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how much success they have. But here's the thing. Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and uh, the mayor of D.C., uh, they're not condemning this stuff. They're they're not coming out and saying you shouldn't be doing this. Biden's trying to move a little bit once the race is getting tighter now between President Trump and Joe Biden. But these people have no moral compass. They do whatever they feel like is best for themselves. And but I I don't think that's going to go over very well. I can tell you that right now. Uh, lastly, uh, you're going to be uh, you're going to be co uh, you're going to be hosting tomorrow um, as yeah. uh, my, for my last uh, my last punishment day. Um, preview and anything uh, super exciting we need to know about on the show tomorrow i think we have at least two speakers that spoke at the republican national convention uh clarence henderson tim scott and working on a third here i think it's going to be an exciting show we're going to get into some of the things we talked about there in california as well as the national races as well all right sounds good so uh, you'll be in the chair six to nine tomorrow we'll let you uh, you go ahead and go to bed Get some sleep. It's very early morning. Big shoes right. to fill. Big shoes All right. To fill. All right, Congressman Mark Walker. Do appreciate it, sir. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we can get some calls on over a whole bunch of stuff. Plus, a couple videos on the blog. Uh, one's a little funner than the other one. Uh, a takeover of a gas station that... Um, insane. That's the only word to describe it. We'll share it with you next. Hang on. A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. You got a few minutes today, and I know you do. Swing by the blog. Lots of goodness awaits, including, um, let's see here. Where do I start? Well, let me just start with these nitwits. So um, a group of protesters decided they were going to block Circle K. And so in this video, what you see is you see an elderly gentleman coming to get diesel in his giant Ford Power Stroke. 
um, with over 1,000 foot-pounds of torque and about six moon bats who are trying to push the truck back as it slowly edges forward while screaming really stupid stuff like this. Children! Truer words were never spoken. Oh, wait, excuse me. Narrator. I have to read it like Joe Biden does. Um, so, uh, yeah, the whole thing is friggin' hilarious if it weren't so sad. And And kudos to this guy, by the way, in the sense that I wondered whether he was going to get out of his truck. And he pulled right up to the pump, opens the door, and when he opens the door, he doesn't have a gun or anything like that. And again, just some just some dude, they all scatter initially, which is apparently what children do. And, and this guy was just going to pump some diesel in there. Ross wrote gas on the blog, and diesel owners will point out that it's fuel, so... Just, just saying. Just saying. And then we have to get the social justice commentary from uh, one of the protesters. That's exactly what happened. This is why when we try to tell you we're trying to keep this damn city calm, and this is what is happening a right now. This is Josh Gillen and friends, folks. That's They're it. They're going to run their car. That's it. So you act like they didn't do anything wrong. You want to talk about inciting a riot? And look at that. The amendment came here to force the that's called domestic, that's called domestic terrorism. That's a, that's a domestic terrorist. Make sure that they hear This is domestic terrorism. It's a senior citizen, folks. Trying to put fuel in his big-ass truck. Yeah. Leave him alone. No, it's domestic terrorism, and we have video of domestic terrorism on the blog at kcontheradio.com. I'll give you a rundown of the other videos coming up. Ten years of news twice an hour and smart talk all day. 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM talk in the Triangle. All right, 836 KCO Day radio program. Uh, also on the blog, in addition to uh, uh, six moon bats thinking that they can push... Uh, Ford Super Duty. Um, <laughs> this is great. So I have not been to this particular uh, uh, attraction. It's over in Tennessee. I'm sure many of you have. So uh, this is uh, Anakista. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The Rail Runner, which is kind of, you know, it's one of the outdoor roller coasters we have up in the mountains uh, here in North Carolina and over in Tennessee, uh, around Pigeon Forge and Great Smoky Mountain and all of that. So, riders who are sitting there waiting to get on as the la- another group is returning, they look back, and at the end of the ride, there's this hill that you go down kind of slow, and then it takes you on an uphill, and then, then you're done. You know, like the end of any roller coaster. Except, what's different is a family of bears has emerged from the woods and is standing on the roller coaster track as there is a car of people coming who don't really have the ability to stop on their own. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's a single track 
mountain coaster that zips and dips through the mountainside. I'm reading from their little thing here. Uh, the visitor was nearing the end of the park when bears walked out of the wooded, less dense area of the park. What appears to be a mother bear put her front paws on the track with a cub jumped into the rider's path. No one was injured, including the bears, and they returned to the undergrowth without issue. Uh, Anarchies to safety protocols were written with guidance uh, because of the proximity of the national park. So literally, this issue is something that they thought about. The basis of the policy is to keep our guests a minimum of 150 feet away. So you'll see they pause them up at the top of the hill. But if you're a bear, you just discovered a, a, a meat assembly line, conveyor belt. Think about that. That bear figures it out. They're like, so, so, telling the other bears. All right, so here's the deal. There's no way, dude. That's not real. Look at this guy lying to us. Yeah. Take us there. Take us there. Show us. So (laughs) you're just saying if we stand there, the meat comes to us? So uh, we'll see how that. (laughs) Yeah, the bear's fatal flaw was to not go slightly deeper into the woods. But can you imagine? Thankfully, this happened at the end. Can you imagine, though, you're at another part of the roller coaster? And in in front of you, you just see a bunch of bears waiting for you, and you have no control over stopping that thing. It's like the Jurassic. Although to be fair, now I'm more interested in going on this ride. Yeah, I'm sure you are. You have experience. The element of danger there. I mean, for me, it'd be terrifying. You'd be like this again, <laughs> stupid bears. <laughs> I'll punch the first one. You just. Keep your head down, I guess. I, my plan would be to flail around in a panic like this, like freaking out and screaming. Yeah, no. Well, you How know what? That? Actually, when it comes to black bears, that's not a bad way to go. <laughs> then I'm good. See, this is, let me just tell you, in case any of you are going camping this weekend, with black bears, generally, they're more curious than anything else. Now, you Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Shouldn't go up and, and get in one's face and be like, what you going to do? But if you, see one, if you see one at distance and you make a lot of noise, mostly they're going to run away. They're going to run. They may not run far if they've if they've happened upon where you are because of food, but they're probably going to run away. My mom used to scare bears. She was a five foot three woman, small woman, because the bears would be over in the trash or any of the rest of it. You know, a pot and pan with a spoon, they're out for about six hours. Then they're back. What about, um, what about reaching into the bear's mouth and just pulling out his teeth, showing it to the bear? You you know what? You're going to be the test group. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. I'm going to have you do that. If it's a grizzly bear, yeah, you're screwed probably. And uh, as Leonardo DiCaprio figured out, uh, literally. Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They're, you, honestly, what they tell you, I remember the first time somebody explained this to me. I think it was in Boy Scouts or something. I don't even remember. They're like, yeah, well, if we see a grizzly bear... And it comes upon you. What you want to do is you want to lay face down, put your hands clasped over the back of your neck, uh, 
And every time they try to roll you, just keep rolling onto your belly. It's like, yeah, yeah, because what's going to be going through my mind at that moment is, oh, I've got to roll another turn. You know, <laughs> thankfully, I've not had to test that theory. I mean, they say like with sharks or is it crocodiles? Which one is it where you're supposed to punch him in the back of the throat and that'll stop the attack? But there's a big risk there, obviously, right? Yeah, not getting your hand out in time. Your arm bitten off. Well, I think with sharks, you just punch. That's all you can do. Sharks are about deter- they Sharks are about getting them to determine that you're not a seal, which is when you see a lot of shark attacks. That's what they liken it to. That the especially if somebody's wearing a wetsuit. Uh, I don't know. Also on the blog, we have a guy who decided that he had had enough and was going to take the open two minute opportunity in front of the city council in Lincoln, Nebraska. To talk about the the thing that apparently irritated him the most. My name is Andrew Christensen. Uh, I live at 1212 Twin Ridge Road. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the... Excuse me, I'm trying to... Yeah. Excuse me. Come on. (laughs) Agree? Disagree? Where's your head at? And he goes on. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. You know what I found interesting is the number of people that were all up in this guy's business are like, he's wasting valuable time. Have you seen the other stuff they're going to talk about in a, in, a, in a governmental setting right now? Hell, we just did the story about over in Orange County schools where they're putting together segregated teachers' lounges, essentially. I saw this story going around yesterday. It was all over Twitter, this guy. Yeah. My first reaction, is he for real or is he one of the house party bros that was going around at city councils doing that stuff? I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a little bit of both. You remember those guys? These guys? Oh, yeah. Speaker. What up, council? My what up, council? Um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. <laughs> Over the past week, I've been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. There's no question. There's no question that, that, that it is it is to some extent that. However... But is it the same guy? No, 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 no. Just no, with no, like a no, different no, delivery, no, different this is, no, this is some guy in Lincoln, Nebraska who thinks he's funny. But let's face it, boneless wings is a, that's no, it's a crime. It is crime. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if uh, whoever is uh, came up with that, send them to the guillotine. Look at that. Finally, a cause uh, that Ross can get behind uh, when not punching predators in the back of the throat. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on <laughs> bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken. And it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. 
We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. See what he did there? Look at that. And you know you did a good thing when you get a round of applause then from the audience at the city council meeting who are near death anyway, went to put a gun in their mouth having to come before elected officials who normally are on their phones ignoring you while you're doing public comment. Sorry, I used to have to cover these things. All right, so there you go. That's all on the blog for you at kcontheradio.com. Ray Stajic here on the radio for you right now. And uh, we get another joyous, a wonderful, <laughs> blistering afternoon. Yeah, and you know what, KC, I've come to determine over the years we've been working together, you don't like the heat, do you? No, it's really weird that I would uh, live in this part of the country. I don't mind the heat, don't get me wrong. There's just a certain point that you get to where right. it's the yeah, combination of heat, humidity, and bursting into the flames, and uh, no, no, I'm not yeah. a fan. Yeah, and when you get to September 1st, you want to get rid of this stuff. Um, some of the first snow, maybe in parts of the world that you may be more familiar with out in the Rockies over the weekend, this past weekend, uh, did see some snow, and we more did. colder air getting ready. Yeah, there was, and there's going to be more colder air going into the west next week. Um, I'm not quite sure it's going to have much hang time and head east, but... You know, we're not quite there yet, and we can tell by today's forecast we're not quite there yet. Low to mid-90s will feel hotter heat advisory, triangle points east. As we head through tomorrow, more low 90s around. Overnight lows will stay in the 60s and 70s. Should see a little break by the weekend. A nice break, actually, coming in Saturday. Low 80s with lows in the upper 50s to low 60s. There we go with some nice weather. I think Sunday, Monday, we'll have plenty of sunshine highs in the mid to upper 80s. And it looks like the lows will start inching up, too. So a little break, maybe the beginning of the weekend, KC, but hot, humid today, tomorrow, and plenty of sunshine. So uh, really not too much relief coming um, early next week. does look like it'll stay warm, maybe another cool down middle and latter part of next week. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And, uh, See you tomorrow. We'll yep. We'll come back. No. Oh, well, actually, no, he won't. And I didn't inform him. Well, he'll find out the hard way. All right. Coming up, uh, we'll chat with Jeff Bellinger from Bloomberg News next. FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI, two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. All right, 8.53, your Bloomberg update being brought to you by Containers for Less. Containers, the number four, less.com. Jeff Bellinger, what's happening? Well, besides my um, lawn being mowed (laughs) again. Thursday. uh, Yeah. Yes. Stocks uh, rallied in uh, midweek trading, KC. The key indexes had gains ranging from uh, 1% to more than 1.5%. The Dow Jones Industrials closed above 29,000 for the first time since February. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ settled at record highs. Futures suggest we may see a little bit of uh, give back at the opening today. The uh, Dow futures are down 26 points. The Labor Department reports 881,000 workers filed new claims for unemployment benefits last week. That was fewer than expected, but economists note the drop in new filings could reflect changes in the way the agency calculates its seasonal adjustments, so next week's uh, tally will be more telling. Uh, Employers announced plans to eliminate nearly 116,000 jobs in August, 
The Challenger Gray in Christmas says that was far fewer than in July when more than 262,000 layoffs were announced. Fiat Chrysler is going to be showing off a concept vehicle today. It's a plug-in hybrid Jeep Grand Wagoneer. This will be notable for a couple of reasons. It will hint at the automobile. Uh, the automaker's strategy for introducing more electric power and for bringing back the Wagoneer nameplate, which was retired back in the 1990s. A coronavirus vaccine could be ready just before Election Day. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has told the states to prepare and inoculation could be available November 1st. AstraZeneca may know more about its uh, vaccine this month. Moderna and the Pfizer-BioNTech partnership may have initial data before for a crucial FDA meeting that takes place next month. An Apple policy to avoid pilfering by employees by forcing workers to undergo anti-theft searches at the end of their shifts is going to cost the iPhone maker. After lengthy litigation, a federal appeals court ruled that Apple must pay employees for time spent waiting to be searched. The case could cost Apple millions of dollars. The federal judge certified a 12,400-member class back in 2015. And Burger King is thinking about how it might redesign its restaurants for a post-COVID world. Some ideas being kicked around include outlets with three drive through lanes, coded lockers where online orders can be picked up, and having covered patios instead of indoor dining areas. The potential designs being considered by Burger King are all smaller than the current restaurants, and the KC, they make more use of technology. Oh, well, good for them. Um, okay, uh, by the way... Yeah, we'll uh, you'll be chatting with uh, Congressman Mark Walker tomorrow instead of me. So Mark said, "Well, have a nice uh, extra long weekend, and we'll catch you next week." Yep, talk to you Tuesday. Thank you, sir. Okay, appreciate Take care. it. Yep, there you go, Jeff Bellinger from uh, Bloomberg News. Uh, uh, Sanjeev, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you? A question for concern about Mr. Uh, Dan Forrest here. Mm-hmm. Completely missing in campaigns. Don't see no commercials. Has he joined Mr. Biden in the basement? Because Biden has moved out. You know, I get a, I get a, I get this question a lot of, from a lot of people where they say, "Where where is Dan?" And I guess my question would be because he is running some commercials. He doesn't have as much money as Cooper, and he, you know, his campaign style the last when he was first elected was to go around the state and hold big rallies. I know he is doing a lot of door knocking and is running some ads, but what what more do you think he could be doing? I guess it would be... He could be asking us for money, uh, begging for money, uh, because uh, Cooper, second term of Cooper, is dangerous for the state and for people like me uh, who, uh, who do not like that artificial talk. Uh, but then he's not even responding to false ads. That uh, I I don't know. It's not it's not DNC ad. I think it's some it's some group. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the packs are running stuff already. Well, let me throw let me throw just a little food for thought your way, if I could. And I don't speak on behalf yes, of Dan or any of the rest of it. But one of the things you know you, you've heard it said that no publicity is bad publicity, right? Um, Correct. Even as lieutenant governor in his second term, one of the things when this campaign started that Dan had to struggle with was name recognition. They, you know, a lot of people don't know the name of the lieutenant governor, let alone the fact that he's running against the current governor because people are unplugged. And if you look at the name recognition between when this began to after they spent millions and millions and millions of dollars 
statewide running ads talking about how Dan Forrest wants to kill everybody. His name recognition has is uh, has blown up significantly, which is important if people are mad at Cooper for continued lockdown sure. or decisions, and they now know the name of the other guy to punish Cooper with. That actually, arguably, politically, is a net positive for Dan. Great. Can I digress? Sure. Uh, do you have uh, how much say? Do you have? In the Tuesday visitor that you get, Mr. Todd Schnitt, do you have? Is he just your friend? That's why he's online uh, on your radio station. And do you see a certain drop in your listenership when he's on? Uh, he's on the radio with you. No, no. I think, and, and I know that Todd. Todd tends to do his own thing. Todd, now I fill in on Todd's show sometimes. I have him on, so you have a secondary voice. Plus, he stirs people up. Like you, sir, who who seem to not like Tachnit. No, not sir. I mean, he is. He could be uh, Chris Tyrold or could be Chris Wallace, anti-Trump in the clothing. Well, uh, I, Sanjeev, I'm out of time now, but I appreciate the call this morning. So hopefully, we got a uh, few questions answered. See, you. it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.